Welcome to Beauty Uncut, the podcast. I'm Kayla. And I'm Ian. And we're here to bring a new perspective to beauty, health, and wellness. Today's episode, we're kind of going back to our roots. We're going to be talking about skincare and in particular, skincare mistakes. This is good because I've made lots of skincare mistakes. I have as well. And I still make skincare mistakes. Mm. I always like preach by the rule of do what I say, not as I do. Yeah. So should we start with our skincare mistakes? Sure. You go first. When you told me about this topic, immediately I thought of four words. St. Ives apricot scrub. Oh, yes. I feel like everyone in Australia, (laughs) or actually probably everyone in the world, has fallen victim to the St. Ives scrub. Yeah. I don't know if I have. Really? Yeah. I bought into it when I was younger, obviously, I bought into this, you just had to treat your skin as rough as possible to get rid of all the, the clogged pores, everything. You just had to like scrub it. So, and I think men in particular yeah. just scrub the shit out of their skin. Mm. They don't usually, I think it's different these days, yeah. but they don't have a skincare routine. Their routine is scrub like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. I think it's getting a lot better mm. for men are starting to take a bit more of a, an active interest in learning about it. But definitely that was something that I was guilty of for a long time. Any others? I'll think about it while you you do one. Okay, I've got one too many skincare mistakes. So I, I I feel like I suffer with this thing where I think my skin's worse than what it actually is. Mm-hmm. And so growing up, I would have a couple breakouts. And in my head, it was like I had full-on cystic acne. Body dysmorphia. Yes. <laughs> and so I would just pile product over product on my skin, acids, exfoliants, just you name it, just everything. And my skin would be a red raw. And then I would try and put Manuka honey on my skin as a mask to try and like heal my skin. And Mm. it just, yeah, I think for me, my biggest one was doing too much and just throwing every acid at it possible. And I I think a lot of people even now are still guilty of that because you've got this wide range of products that you can have at your disposal and everyone's like well I want to use this tonight but I also want to use this and this and they just use everything yeah and not cycle or or use appropriately yes and then I would say like another one that I still do to this do this day is just using not being consistent and just using products for the sake of it because I want to try it out or I'm like oh I saw this on TikTok I want to use it yeah and I'm still trying to not do that but I'm still doing it and I think me just wanting to try everything is not great because right. not being consistent. Yeah. And then my last one. Am mm. I still just going, or do you want to jump? Well, in? I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> alternate with you, oh, but you just you, you're on a roll. <laughs> we're doing a one for one. <laughs> no, it's all good. Well, this is my last one. So this is what I still do, mm. and I feel like I've always done it. Is professional treatments when my skin is not ready or prepped. Mm. Again, it's a do as I say, not as I do. Is that's right? Yeah. Yeah. So, for example, I had an ablative laser a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I think it was about four weeks ago. And I decided I would do a, a peel like the week after. Skin is was a bit raw. Mm-hmm. Then I decided again two weeks after that. When you're just so irritated with your skin, it's dry, it's flaking post-treatment. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to get that off. And I know in my heart and I know in my brain that I was not supposed to do this. Yeah. But I just something took over mm. and now my skin is impaired and I have a damaged barrier. So you couldn't leave well enough alone. I couldn't. Mm. 
I think a lot of people are in that boat too. Yes. Feeling like you have to constantly be doing something. If the skin's not exactly as you want it, they feel like they have to be doing something actively to it. And knowing in your head, you're like, I know I shouldn't be doing this, Mm. but no one is going to tell me otherwise. Yeah. And I actually gave myself a burn. Did I tell you that? No. It was like um, like a little bit of epidermal sliding on my my, um, temples. Yeah. I've done that a few times. No, I've never ever done it to a client, but I've done it to the myself. Problem, the problem for you is having everything at your disposal. Yeah. And no one enforcing you, basically. Exactly. Maybe I need to like go and see a skin therapist and just like listen to them. Maybe. <laughs> just go to one of the girls I work with. Well, listening is the... <laughs> <laughs> listening is not my forte. Mm. Okay, well, take it away. So my next one is very much like the first one, being too harsh on the skin. I used to use witch hazel. As okay. a toner. Yeah. So, and before that I was using, oh gosh, it was another, it was very astringent. Asa- icicle? No, I don't think tea so. Tree. Oh, I did use tea tree at one point. Yeah. Which dried, just dried me out. Yeah. There was something else and I can't remember what it was now because I was really young when I was doing this and it was just something I'd picked up from my mom. And so I used that, but yeah, not good. Not Too good. harsh. Well, on that note, talking about toners, I actually mm. had a client once using vodka on her skin as a toner. Wow. What a waste of vodka, mm. for first of all. And two, again, damaging your barrier. How long did she do that for? I don't know how long it was. I think it was maybe a couple months and then she came in and her barrier was completely destroyed. Mm. And I was like, what are you using on your skin? And she yeah. was like, oh, I'm doing this and this. Like all good things. And then yeah. bam, vodka. I'm <laughs> like, oh, oh, Okay. Let's cut that one out. Mm. Let's save that for the weekends. Yeah. But why? Why? We're, like, I think it was the whole like alcohol, like drying. Your, right. I think she was just suffering with breakouts and yeah. that common misconception that alcohol will dry your breakouts mm. and help with your oily skin. Yeah. But again, we know that's not true. Yeah. I've also done, this is not so much like um, bad for your skin, but it's just not wise. I did the toothpaste thing oh, for breakouts. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people have done that. Our girl Paige, if you're listening, she still does that. Please don't do that. <laughs> Again, it's not that it's like necessarily like awful, but it can, like it's not made for the skin mm. and it can create like burns, irritation and yeah. things like that. All right. Well, do you want to hear – oh, are you done? I think so. Perfect. Me too. Do you want to hear my list of the top 10 skincare mistakes you could be making? Yes. All righty. Let me pull my list up. Number one is not understanding the ingredients. Mm-hmm. I think we're probably may, well, I don't want to speak for you, but I think we're probably both guilty of this using products that we don't necessarily know what's in them and we're just trying them for the sake of them. But as a consumer, I think this is what a lot of it comes down to not knowing what you're using and seeing trends on TikTok and things like that. They'll think like they'll be using like a acid-based cleanser. Then mm. they'll be using an acid-based toner. Yeah. Then they're going to be using an acid-based serum and then mm. a moisturizer that might have acid or something like that. Yeah. Not knowing what is exactly in these ingredients, but then when you're using four different acids on yeah. top of each other, that's when you can get an impaired barrier. Yeah. And then we'll have like clients come in being like, oh, I need to use an exfoliant. And I look at what they're using and I'm like, you're using like five exfoliants. Mm. You don't need to be using that many. So well, I think, yeah. You I was going to say, I think the companies are, are partly to blame for this because 100%. they do not list what their ingredients are. In a lot of cases, they tell you, oh, you're supposed to use it this time, but they don't tell you what you can and cannot use it with. Exactly. And so that's where it starts to get very confusing. And I think that sometimes when you're building a routine, that's it's hard when you are using multiple different skincare lines mm. all in one because 
they could all be having exfoliating yeah. agents in those products. Yeah. So I think that's a big one is not understanding the ingredients or the products that you're using to build your routine. Second, not understanding why you're doing it. Again, I think it comes down to this day and age of us seeing everything on social media and there being trends and hypes Mm -hmm. and everyone wanting to jump on those bandwagons but not understanding really why maybe that patient or that person, sorry, is doing that. Yeah. Do you feel like you're talking to yourself in this one? (laughs) I feel like I'm talking to myself in every (laughs) single one of these. I also don't look at the ingredients all the time and I see it on social media and I'm like, but yeah, 100%. Like I see things and I'm like, oh, I want to try that. But I could have a product at Mm -hmm. home that almost does the exact same. Or again, if you don't understand or let's say there's a product that's really good for this girl and she's like, it's cleared my skin. Her Mm -hmm. skin looks like glass and... But she might have been using that product to treat her acne. Yeah. If I don't have acne, why am I using that product? Exactly. But I look at her and I see that glass skin and I'm like, I want that. Also, you don't know what else she's done. Exactly. She's probably doing multiple other things. She's getting skin mm-hmm. treatments and she's had that journey to get to the yeah. glass skin. So, yeah, that would be number two, not understanding exactly why you're doing it. This one? Is number three. And this is, I think, one of the biggest ones. And I feel like something I'm trying to be better at, Mm -hmm. but not leaving your cleanser on long enough. Oh, yeah. That's that's something too that I'm up and down with that. Like I go through phases where I'm very conscious about it and other times where I'm just like, get it done. Yeah. I think we had a podcast with James Vivian Mm -hmm. and this is where we both clicked in our heads. Damn, we should probably be cleansing our skin a little bit longer than what we should be. Your cleanser... If you just put it on and you wash it off, it's actually not doing anything. Mm. It needs to be rubbed into the skin for about 60 to 90 seconds to actually be cleansing the skin and the ingredients that are in that cleanser to be working. If you're just slapping it on and slapping it off, it's not really doing much. Yeah. And if you guys didn't catch the James Vivian podcast, he said he does it for two minutes, leaves it on for two minutes. Oh, And so I did that for for a short amount of time, but it's just... It's a, it's long, a long time. time. But did you feel like you were getting more out of your cleanser and you're more out of your products and you felt clean afterwards? Oh, yeah, definitely felt cleaner. I felt yeah. like it was it was worth doing. Yeah. So, so I, now I try to do at least 60 seconds. Yeah. I notice when I do a lazy girl cleanse and I just slap it on and then like wash my face, if I go in with like my toner mm. afterwards, I still have residue on my skin even if I'm not wearing, having wet, worn makeup oh, that yeah. day. If I cleanse my skin for the time mm. that you're supposed to, my skin – afterwards there's no residue yeah so not only does this cleanse your skin better but it your following skincare will go on better as well and absorb better into the skin Mm. brings me on to my next point double slash triple cleansing yeah everyone even if you don't wear makeup if you're a makeup wearer triple cleanse if you're not a makeup wearer double cleanse Mm. your first cleanse should be like an oil or a balm and this helps to break up like any sunscreen or moisturizer products that you have on your skin and also keeps your skin nice and hydrated. And then you can go in with your second cleanse, which will actually effectively cleanse the skin. Yeah. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. With your first cleanse, with your oil or balm, do you do 60 seconds as Yes, well? absolutely. That is one thing that I am consistent with because mm-hmm. I love the feeling of just giving like the oil cleanser. Yeah. A gel or a cream cleanser, I'm like, eh. Like I feel like it mm. for me in my head, I'm like, it's not that luxurious. But yeah. an oil or a balm, I will cleanse. Right. Do you? Yeah. 
You, you love a balm. You're like the only male I know with a good skincare routine. Though I'm using an oil at the moment. Oh, what are you using? I'm using a Medicaid. Oh, the lipid cleansing yeah. oil. Oh, who gave you that? Shania. Oh. That's good. Good on you. Yeah. What do you prefer, a balm or an oil? I probably prefer a balm. I just because I just the oil I just feel like it's it's too sticky. I just don't like that oily feeling. Mm -hmm. The balm feels a bit nicer. So, a bit more um, luxe. It feels yeah. like it's actually I feel cleansing your yeah. skin better. Yeah. But I will say an oil is easier to use because it's in a pump. Yes. But it's not as nice to travel with. True. And also if you've got dirty fingers and you're sticking your fingers in your jar, bacteria mm. gets in there. It's catch twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said the 10 biggest tips, but I actually think I have about 12 on here. Okay. Okay. Bonus tips. You got two bonus tips. Over exfoliating, which I think brings us back to our first point, mm. using too many acids, using scrubs and acids in the same week, we don't need to be exfoliating our skin that much. Yeah. I would say the perfect amount of time is maybe twice a week. Yeah. Anything more than that. And I feel like you're just overkilling it. That's it. Yeah. I I was thinking about trying to get a nice routine to do it twice a week and since the hair podcast, I've been shampooing my hair twice a week. So I thought I will just coincide those two days. When you shampoo, you exfoliate. exfoliate. Yep. Good idea. Not using SPF all the time, not using it correctly mm. and not reapplying it. Reapplying is where I, I really fall I'll down. Say, I have a once a day yeah. girl. Mm. <laughs> Unless I'm going to the beach, then I'll reapply it. But yeah. if I've got makeup, I find it hard. But yes, a trend that is trending at the moment is contoured SPF. So only putting SPF oh. on the lighter points of your face. You're telling me this. <laughs> this is crazy. Like what's the point of wearing SPF? Mm. What's the point? No point. No point. So moral of the story is wear your SPF, reapply. You can actually get makeup SPF so you can apply it over the top or like a spray yep. yet to try it. And then also remembering things like your ears, your limbs. Like I think I forget that. Like I yeah. definitely do every morning apply it to my face and yeah. my neck, but I don't apply it to my extremities all the time. Well, I'm someone who hates the feeling of sunscreen on my arms and I can't really put it effectively on my legs because they're too hairy. Well, you wear long pants anyway. Not in summer. True. You should try the ultraviolet body SPF. Mm. I think you would like it. Maybe I will. Yeah, it's quite lightweight. Or the feel good sunscreen. Both really good. What are your thoughts on tinted versus untinted SPF? Much of a muchness to me. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have a, a go-to? At the moment, I'm loving non-tinted. Yeah. Just because I'm not fake tanning as much, I find like the tinted can look a bit muddy mm. and doesn't suit every skin type. Yeah. So I'm actually loving the ultraviolet SPF, which is non-tinted. But I've just ordered the tinted version. So ask me next time. We'll see. Okay. The next one is not applying your skincare from your forehead to your nipple. Right. Okay. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Your skin, I mean, your skin's all over. We should be applying skincare mm. everywhere. But think about how many age decolletage you see. Yeah. Um, and how good the face looks. Mm. If we were to apply our sunscreen and our serums and our moisturizers and everything in between yeah. from here to here, we would be looking youthful right to a 90. Just from here up. Oh, and maybe your hands as well. I feel like hands and necks and decks yeah. are the first place to show aging. That's the thing. I do put my products on my hands, including sunscreen, but then because I have to wash my hands it all the time, off. there's no point really. So why do you put on your hands and not your neck and deck? I do put them on my neck as well. I don't really have a deck because I wear shirts that come up to here. Yeah, true. But you never know. <laughs> anyway, apply everything everywhere. Okay. I've got two more. Okay. Next one is... 
applying your skincare in the wrong order. Okay. I feel like I see this a lot. Yep. Like using like your antioxidants, not even just using them in the wrong order, but using them not in the right day or night routine. Oh, right. So yep. like I see a lot of people using their antioxidants at nighttime. So like your vitamin C's and things like that. It makes more sense to them being used in the morning because it prevents or fights against free radical damage, yep. which prevents aging or not aging, but premature aging. Exactly. So there's obviously a time for each of these ingredients to be used that's optimal. But where do you think the information is getting lost? Is it from the companies? Is it just general education? General education. And I think it's like, I remember I went into Mecca once and the server was recommending this girl to use vitamin C once she had really bad acne, Mm. but to use it at nighttime. And I'm like, I just probably wouldn't have said that ingredient at Mm. that time. So I think it's just not being educated when to have a structured routine. So I think that's when a good place to go is when, that's a good place to start to go and see a skin therapist to get a routine. Even if you're not going in for regular facials, at least get them to write you a skincare prescription. Mm. But yeah, using like your antioxidants in the morning and then using like your acids or your retinols at nighttime because they can create your, like they can make your skin a little bit more sensitive to light. Using them at nighttime is better. Mm. And then also placing them in your routine or placing them with certain ingredients. There's certain ingredients that you can't mix together. You don't want to be, you know, using an oil and then your serums. You want to Mm. make sure your lightest products are first and then go to your heaviest so that they can absorb better into the skin. But let's delve into that in another topic in another podcast. Okay. And this one we both do. Yeah. Changing – oh, actually, maybe not. You're pretty good. Changing your skincare too frequently – or not being consistent. Oh no, I'm I don't I'm good. You good? One. Yeah. Oh, I thought because like I tell you to get all of these products, like No, I, I like to finish oh. before I start something else. Oh, you're an angel. I am not. <laughs> I never really finish products mm. because I'm just my head's like a crazy space to be in and I want to use everything. Yeah. But to see results, you need to be consistent. And it takes about th- I would say 3 to 4 months for some ingredients to show how they work on the skin. Yeah. So changing your routine too frequently, mm. you're not going to get the best results out of your skincare and it can actually cause damage to the skin. Yeah. Like if you're using one acid, then a retinol, then an acid, like it can damage the barrier. I think for us that doing that is really tempting because we have access to all of these different skincare products. We're getting given samples all the time to try new things. And so that's where it becomes tempting. And I think that's before I got into a good skin routine, that's what I used to do. If a sample came my way, I would just Use it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but now I have to hold on to it. All right. Let's wrap this one up, but we'll post this and we'll have a little question box on our Instagram. And we'd love to hear what skincare mistakes that you've made. And we'll speak about them on our next episode. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.